reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favor Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double-aged, the Husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and a man who's riding the wave of one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. Riding the, uh, the G-men all the way to the playoffs. Yeah, we've had a lot of talks um, sent around the NFC East this year as we've been doing the, the NFL Weekly Pick'em Show. And this this division has gone every – for I have brought the possibility of drafting a quarterback in the top with a top three pick to now the Giants hosting a home playoff game potentially. That's right. That is <laughs> quite the turnaround. So what we're going to do – we have a lot to get to. We're going to talk about NFL Week 13 – uh, news and notes around the league, our uh, Doing the Favor Fan Duel contest, and then we're going to do our picks for Week 14. So, you ready, buddy? I'm ready, bro. Let's go ahead and get right into it. A little bit of a crazy week last week with no Thursday night game. It got moved to Tuesday night. There were two Monday night games just because of Steelers and Ravens. Played in the middle of the week the previous week. So, as this season progresses in the COVID era, I mean, these pitch, picks we make are somewhat tentative the game times are very tentative it can change at a moment's notice so we just yeah we'll just go from there and the first game i want to talk about is obviously for me um browns at tennessee to play the titans both teams going in eight and three barry we both picked the browns and they came out and pulled it off man they won they, they had a big start in the first half was a 38-7 going into halftime. Baker threw four touchdowns in the first half. And the second half was just basically, you know, run the clock down. They about made a couple mistakes at the end, made it a little closer than probably what it had to be. For the, but for the most part, the Browns were in control the entire time. Yeah, uh, for me, the, the question, the result was never in question. Um, what we had here was the Titans saying – we're not going to let you run on us, Baker. You got to beat us. And Baker was like, that's cool. I got, I got you. And he was on, he was on fire from the start. He looked uh, phenomenal. And Tannehill ended up with 389 yards passing. But again, that I call it the Dak Prescott disorder. Uh, 300 of that was in garbage time when the game was, you know, no longer in question. So uh, a phenomenal, huge win by the Browns. I think it made a lot of people believers, except for the beat writers there in Cleveland, Eric. I mean, they're a cancer. Uh, Tony Grossi, Mary Kay Cabot, I go down the list. I mean, they obviously like, I mean, just, it's a lot of negativity they write about. They have issues with Baker Mayfield, whatever it may be. I mean, the Browns fan base is divided upon Baker, May, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I'm in a Facebook group, and there's a big big fight, and somebody asked me what I thought about it. And I was like, well, you know, beat writers and fans don't, don't determine success in the NFL. They don't. 
It's uh, it's continually improving throughout the years, playing your best football in December. It's being well coached, just having stability, and it's not turning the ball over. And those are things that Baker Mayfield has not done. Um, since Odell Beckham went down on a on a go route against the Cincinnati Bengals, first passing attempt of the game, where Baker threw an interception, he has not thrown an interception since that pass. He has 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. They have a lot of games in between them with bad weather, so the numbers aren't as gaudy. But for this game, I mean, 25 of 33, 334 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, FedEx Air Player of the Week in the NFL. Nick Chubb, 18 carries, 80 yards. Cream Hunt, 14 carries, 33 yards. And our, my boy, uh, Rashard Higgins, six catches, 95, and a touchdown roll off the red carpet. Donovan Peoples-Jones, two catches, 92 yards, and a 75-yard touchdown. And Jarvis Landry, a guy who stepped up and Mr. Reliable in this offense, Mr. Third Down, eight catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. He also threw a pass, one of one, for six yards to Baker Mayfield, which actually was a pretty big play because – you got a, the rare roughing the passer on the wide receiver who was throwing the ball because at that moment he's a passer and you can't hit him after the throw. You all, all the all the rules apply, all the quarterback rules apply to whoever throws the ball. So got, end up getting the first down on a third and five and at, added 15 yards onto that. Uh, Tennessee had three drives. Well, the Browns had three drives where we capitalized on Tennessee having 15 yard personal foul penalty. So the most disciplined team won the game. The team that made the least mistakes won the game. And now you got the Browns sitting at nine and three. Um, Pittsburgh taking a loss that opens up a lot of possibilities, maybe. But we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But yeah, Browns are rolling. A big Monday night game next week against Baltimore, and they have a ninety-seven percent chance to make the playoffs. Which is here we are, December what eighth, ninth, recording this, and we're talking about the Browns is pretty much a shoe in for the playoffs. It's wild. Yeah, man, I just. That's crazy. That's uh, the fan base in the NFL that probably uh, deserves to see their team get in. Uh, finally, is going to probably uh, happen. So that's that's cool to see. So you know, our team. I like the way the Browns are built as a, uh, you know, not quite as extreme as what Baltimore did last year or trying to do with their offense every week. I and mean, we are a run first, play action team. Now, Baker throws the ball a lot better than Lamar. I know that's going to catch people off guard. I didn't say Baker was a better player. No, I said Baker throws the ball a lot better than Lamar. That's what makes our offense potentially more dangerous than theirs. And I think that the Browns have a chance to avenge a week one beatdown Monday at the crib against a uh, division rival, which is absolutely enormous it's going to be really cool it's kind of sucks we're in the COVID era that we we couldn't pack the house up there in cleveland i might have been up there for that one i was gonna say that stadium would be fucking rocking but at the same time i think they're allowing twelve thousand people in as of now i don't know how much that's going to change but it's yeah it's it's just a really cool thing man so i know all browns fans we don't quite know how to handle it but uh, i i you know I'm, other other it's been a fan base that has taken their lumps, got made fun of, da 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 da, da and yeah, you know, it's it's kind of the thing that like, you know, Cinderella, her sisters wanted to keep her down. They didn't like seeing her get any attention, and her like getting the pretty dress and going to the ball. But that's what's happening in the NFL right now, and all the ugly sisters, you know, you're talking about your your Cowboys, your teams like that that are normally your Eagles. Teams like that that normally dominate are, you know, on the outside looking in right now. And the Browns are going to go to the dance. So that's a that's a pretty cool thing. And uh, they might, next up, and we, they might pass out some dicks at the dance. You know, 
I'm just saying. <laughs> Next up, we got the Raiders and the Jets. Um, yeah, this got a coach fired. Greg Williams going with a uh, all-out blitz at the end of the game to allow um, the Raiders to capitalize. They had a long touchdown to Henry Ruggs. The Raiders narrowly, narrowly, narrowly avoided monumental embarrassment. So I seen a stat. Uh, they had talked about it. The, that scenario had came up 248 times. And out of the 248 times, that is the first time a coach has basically called out an all-out blitz. So I don't know if he's tanking, like if that was on purpose or no, no NFL defensive coordinator should be that fucking clueless. I mean, I know I'm not a fucking defensive coordinator and I know what to do in that situation. And that's not let fucking Henry Ruggs toast a fucking rookie corner. And he wasn't even the only one. He was, he wasn't the only one open. (laughs) Right. Another guy was dragging across the field wide open. Yeah. So, I mean, just absolutely, absolutely terrible. I don't know what he was thinking, where that call came from, but he got fired and deservedly so. This Raiders team, I can't figure out. You know, they beat the Chiefs, came to Cleveland, beat the Browns in weather, and then, you know, they they lay egg against team in a game like this. So that's, you know, hard to make what they can do. Derek Carr, I think that's what you get with him is inconsistency. But, you know, no uh no Josh Jacobs for this game, but still it's the fucking Jets. They're the worst team in the NFL. That's there's probably people in the Jets organization breathing a sigh of relief, by the way. They, right. they don't want to. organizationally, why do you want to win that game? I know that like there's players on the film putting putting um you know putting game tape out there and that's their resume and I understand that and nobody's trying to lose a game and I, I get that. But big picture organizational, you're a general manager, you're high up in the front office, you don't want to see them win that game. You need Trevor you need Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but you can't make it so fucking obvious that you call an all out blitz. And Greg Williams did his job got Greg Williams did his job got fired for it. Right, exactly. I don't know how Adam Gase still has his job. I wonder if he got severance pay. They were like, "Look, you did the right thing, dog. Here's here's fifty thousand." <laughs> well, he needs all that money. He had to pay from the bounty gate. Right here, you. Uh, next up, Jags. At, um, of course, we both picked the Raiders to win that game. Um, next up, we have Jags at Vikings. We both picked the Vikings, and it took them overtime to do it. But they end up winning 27-24. to 24. This is the second week that Jacksonville has played well. Previous week was against the Browns. Uh, and Minnesota, after starting off really shitty, has pulled their way to 6-6 six and six and are looking looking really good for a playoff spot right now. Yeah, man, they're, they're uh, on the rise. I'm interested to see what they can uh, do. But, man, these, these teams are taking this Jags team pretty – lightly it seems and they they've almost squeaked out a couple victories that they in games that i don't think they should have been in you know we talked last week about my thing with the vikings is they gotta get justin jefferson the ball more i get that dalvin cook's amazing and he had 32 carries for 120 and what else did he he also had uh, six catches for 59 so he's you know he made the most of his opportunities but i think long term like you eventually you want to 
feed the wide receiver, not pound Dalvin Cook into the ground. And looks like they listened a little bit. Justin Jefferson got 12 targets, caught nine balls for 121 and a touchdown. I think that he's a superstar receiver, and I don't. We can talk about later or maybe next week uh, our our awards, what we think is going to happen. But he's got to be a front runner for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, most definitely. And shout out to the Eagles for drafting Jalen Rager over him, by the way. Jesus Christ. They're the Eagles. In the year before, they passed on DK Metcalf for some guy that I don't even know his name. It was a first-round pick. Come on. That's just that's asinine. Uh, next up, you got the Dolphins. I'm sorry, the Bengals. Travel to Miami to play the Dolphins. We both picked the Dolphins. They ended up winning this. I mean, it, Tua started off bad, came back, ended up playing well. My favorite thing about this game is there was a fight, and the offensive lineman for the Bengals just sat on the bench the entire time and watched it, protected nobody. <laughs> I seen that picture. That was fucking funny. That's hilarious. No, but for Tua, it's, you know, 26 to 39, 296 and a touchdown. Looks like they're letting him open up a little bit. Miles Gaskin, 21 carries, 90 yards. And Mike Jacecki, who has really benefited from playing with a rookie quarterback, uh, nine catches, 88 and a touchdown. He had 11 targets. Damn. Nice. So the And the Bengals, they obviously went through two quarterbacks. Giovanni Bernard, and obviously Joe Mixon's out. They can't really establish a running game right now. Tyler Boyd, only, one, only four cards. Four targets, one catch for 72 yards and a touchdown. You got to find a way to get him the ball more. Yeah, and that was the first. Uh, his first catch went. He got thrown out, too, by the way. Right. I should, I, should bring, I should bring that up. But, yeah, the Bengals are a mess. They're sitting at 2-9-1 right now. Uh, high draft pick coming their way. They also play in a tough division where they can't, you know, they're probably going to go winless in their division. So, Joe Burrow, they got destroyed because they couldn't protect him. So, Cincinnati, uh, my buddy, he's calling for the coach's head. He wants a new coach down there. It's, I don't know, it's Cleveland South right now as far as, like, I, you know, you, you got to find stability. They don't even have a general manager. Like, they they, they got to get up to date. It's, it's, it's absurd. They're going to waste Joe Burrow's career if they don't put talent around him. That right, and I'm available. I mean, they can call me. And the Dolphins sitting eight and four right now, also primed for a playoff spot, but they got a tough schedule coming up. Yeah. So they got the Chiefs, the Bills, a couple other games that are tough that they could potentially go zero and four down the stretch. I was going to say that's at least two L's right there you just named. So as you know, as my team sits nine and three, I'm not scared to see it. So I'm pretty happy to see that. So we'll see as these, as the season goes on. The playoff picture, especially in the AFC right now, well, in both conferences, is very muffled. Next up, we got the Colts at Texans. You picked the Texans. I picked the Colts. Colts ended up pulling it out. Um, they had Texans had a chance to go ahead at the end of the game and fumbled at the Indianapolis two-yard line. Yep. That was the story of the game, man. Uh, Houston could have uh... – Got it in there, got me the win. But uh man, they're they're the Texans. They they fucked it away. Phillip Rivers is playing on a bad foot that he's gonna need surgery on. That guy's an absolute beast out there. I mean, just a tough dude. I mean, I still remember him playing a playoff game with a torn ACL. That's insane. 
insane. 27 of 35, 285, and two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, 13 carries, 91. T.Y. Hilton, back from the dead. Eight catches, 121, and a touchdown. I was going to say resurrected. Yeah, man. 31-year-old wide receiver. And Deshaun Watson, 26, 38, 341, and a pick. Y'all see he had that fumble at the end of the game. Uh, Kiki Kuti. You know, Will Fuller out right now. We knew, didn't know who's going to get those targets. Uh, had nine targets, caught eight balls for 141. Chad Hansen, whoever the hell that is, seven targets, five catches, 101. Brandon Cooks, five catches, 65 yards. Uh-huh. So uh, I think Indianapolis is uh, – they're a playoff team. I don't know how much damage they can do. I love their defense, but Phillip Rivers can Phillip Rivers at any moment. He can, but he can also fill up rivers the other way and get fucking hot, and he and that causes issues. And if yeah. T.Y. Hilton comes back from the dead, you know, and gives you know his last say, you know, they did go on a run. I mean, hell, I think he would retire. I honestly believe that. Uh, I expected more out of the young running back Taylor out of Wisconsin. Yeah, I watched him abuse abuse Ohio State. I mean, that guy is a absolute player. But, you know, sometimes you got to find your foot. It's a transition for everybody. It's an adjustment, and we'll see how it goes. Next up, oh, man. Sorry, Sammy. Sorry, Steve from PPW. I'm about to do. You have the Detroit Lions visiting Chicago to play the Bears. Uh, we both picked the Bears to win this game. Detroit ends up winning it 34-30. Mitchell Trubisky fumbled the game away at the end. Just absolutely piss poor. The Bears were sitting at five and one, and they've lost six in a row, and are now sitting at five and seven. These dudes are sitting there up ten with eleven minutes to go, and somehow managed to just completely fiddle fuck the game away. I mean, Trubisky's just not it. He's no. not the answer. No. He is absolute garbage. Uh, I, I remember back in that draft, there were people that wanted to take Cleveland fans that wanted to take Mitchell Trubisky over Miles Garrett. That's why fans aren't fucking GMs. Uh, but real NFL GMs took Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. And they're, is, they're probably jobless. They got to sit and live with that every week. I imagine that. I mean, you bring in Nick Foles. He ain't it. He gets hurt. You go back to Trubisky. Trubisky, 26-34, and a touchdown. He's fucking checked down Charlie. Allen Robinson is going to end up choking a quarterback for the end of his career. He doesn't get on a team with a guy that can get him the ball. It's absolutely absurd. Uh, Seven targets. He caught six balls for 75. Most of that was in the first half. It's just... David Montgomery had a nice game, 17 carries, 72 yards, two touchdowns. Also caught four balls for 39 yards. Caught all of four of his targets. Um, Matt Stafford is under the radar, one of my favorite players in the NFL. I've always loved him. I think he has elite arm talent. Uh, unfortunately, his career has been wasted away in, in Detroit. But 27-42, to 402 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Adrian Peterson. Uh, two touchdowns, and one of those was the game-winning touchdown. Marvin Jones, eight catches, 116, and a touchdown. They are – they can get rolling. They really can. Matt Stafford, unfortunately, I mean, spent his whole career in Detroit, or other than that, he would probably be a Hall of Famer. 
Uh, maybe by the time it's said and done, he he might still. If he get was in. on a functional. Or look at what he's been able to do in Detroit. If he was on a functional organization that could surround him consistently with talent, he had a lot of years with Megatron. Don't get me wrong, but when Megatron left, I mean, the guy's still slinging it. Yeah, but, but everything had, was just a jump ball to Megatron for years. Yeah, that's and that's why I think kind of was where his actual talent gets overlooked is because he had Megatron. And, right. You know, Calvin Johnson's a fucking gangster. He's a baller. And, you know, he's a once in a, you know, generation talent. And he's a Hall of Fam- first ballot Hall of Famer. The Chicago Bears are the new Browns. Oh, oh, oh. they're going to be in your fucking DMs. Be in my DMs. You've lost six straight. You, you have a terrible starting quarterback. You have a coach that's probably going to get fired. That's gone back and forth between the quarterbacks. Um, defense is good, but you know you have no talent on the offensive side of the ball, other than Allen Robinson. You don't even know how to get him the ball. Uh, you haven't had a quarterback. When was I mean the best quarterback? The Bears have had in my lifetime is Jay Cutler. See, now I'm trying to think. I'm like, uh, you, they, somebody's probably going to make an argument for Jim McMahon. I get it. Did I understand. They, have, they, had the, they had the defense. They had Walter Payton. It's not like he was putting up gaudy numbers, and he didn't last long in the NFL as far as a starter. Was Dan Orlovsky a, a Bear? I don't fucking know. He's a clown on ESPN that ran out of the back of the end zone for deep, when he's playing for the Lions. Owen 16 Lions. That's how I remember him. Yeah, but he played for like Purdue or something too. He's a Big Ten quarterback. Either way, the inconsistency at the quarterback position is why I say that. They just they have not been able to put put anybody back there. You're in Chicago. That's similar weather what we have up here in Cleveland and the wind and everything else. You need to have a power running game. You need to have a quarterback that can cut through the wind and make good decisions and make plays with his legs. Mitchell Trubisky is ass. Sorry. Uh, next up, we got the Saints at Falcons. You picked the Falcons. I picked the Saints. Taysom Hill does it again. Saints end up pulling it out. He, you know, the Falcons were coming off that, that big ass blister and they gave out. And they walked into the fucking 10 and 2 Saints. Um, Kamara did get me a touchdown I needed on Fandle. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it's a close game. Don't get me wrong. But young, young Hoku, you know, that the star of the Atlanta Falcons is their kicker. I mean that the dude is like money. I don't know if you paid attention. You need to put what. some respect on Julio Jones' name, by the way. Uh, well, he's no Young Hoku. <laughs> okay, because Young Hoku is fucking balled out this year, and I'm not even—that's not even a joke. Like that dude is money as a kicker. Like that's sad that he's wasting away in Atlanta. <laughs> Well, back to the Saints, you have Taysom Hill, 27, 37, 232, and two touchdowns. Also, 14 carries for 83 yards. The one thing that jumps out at me, though, three fumbles, one lost. 
that could come back and bite him in the ass. Yeah, that's uh, ball security will be looked at in the film room. Meanwhile, the Bears trot out Mitchell Trubisky while Jameis Winston sits on the New Orleans Saints bench. Oh. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, next up, here we go. Giants at Seahawks. You pick the Giants. I pick the Seahawks. Giants ended up pulling it out. What happened? How, how'd that feel for you? It felt like every other pick I've ever got wrong. You know, I, I picked the Browns. I had faith in them. You fucking had no faith in my Giants. None. You know, we've been laughed at. People have made fun of the fucking Giants all year long. And now we're on a run here. Okay? And I, I, I've been saying that defense is coming together. When it comes together, we're going to be a problem. And poor Russell Wilson found that out. And I, I mean, I'll say I was shocked that we went in to Seattle and busted their ass. And this is another game. It was 17 to 12, but the game was never in question. We, we was on them. I mean, we were on them early. Uh, Wayne Gallman has turned into a fucking stud. I mean, what do you have? Twenty some carries last week, and then he had sixteen this week for one thirty-five. Yep. Colt McCoy, game manager extraordinaire. I didn't even know he was still in the league till last week. He's collecting checks, though. He's out he here is. collecting I checks. Brown's legend. One hundred and five yards, a touchdown, and one pick. Uh, the key is is basically him not turning the ball over. Right. That that's going to be the. The key to the Giants' success until Daniel Jones gets back. When's that going to happen? Uh, your guess as good as mine. Are the Browns going to play? Are the Browns going to see Colt McCoy? Are the Browns going to see Colt McCoy or Daniel Jones? I I hope I for us to have a a ninety three percent chance of winning, we need <laughs> Daniel Jones. You know, now if Colt McCoy is at, is behind center, it drops down. To about seventy four percent. Okay. But but uh, I hope Daniel Jones. Um. Yeah, and, that's and the hold Giants. On, uh, hold on now. Yeah, I just want to say one more thing. Go ahead. DK Metcalf has been on a fucking tear. He's been lighting everybody up. Nobody wants not. Five catches, eighty yards. I mean, that's I mean that's not bad, but he was hitting everybody else for you know 150, 200. So I'm just saying we're we're there, we're we're coming around, and and we I think we take this division. I think so too. I think there's uh, two teams in the division. You guys in the Washington football team that have separated themselves from the other two teams. I said that earlier. Philly's a mess. Dallas is clearly a mess. And you guys have won what four in a row? Yes, sir. That's you were one and seven. Now you're five and seven. That's you guys are playing like a worthy playoff team right now. Well, let and me. That's and, something that we didn't think was going to come out of that division. No, and you think about the fucking robbery in Dallas, where they robbed us of two touchdowns. 
they called shitty penalties, robbed us, and then uh, Ingram dropping the pass in Philadelphia. That's two more wins right there. So, I mean, hey, I'll ta- I mean, like I said, we're underrated. We're flying under the radar. We'll take it. Uh, if the offense starts clicking, though, there's going to be problems. Seventy-four percent chance, huh? Well, it's ninety-three if, if Danny Dimes is in there. But Colt McCoy, he can hand off and throw a screen here and there. Next up, we have the Rams at Cardinals. Uh, you picked the Rams. I picked the Cardinals. Rams pointed out if it wasn't for a Hail Murray, the Cardinals would have lost five in a row right now. Mm. I think that Kyler Murray's hurt. I think he hurt his shoulder a couple weeks ago. He doesn't seem right. But Jared Goff. You know, I said this about Baker. You have good Baker and you have bad Baker. Seems like the same thing with Jared Goff. You have good Jared Goff or you have bad Jared Goff. There's not really an in-between. Today they got good – or that Sunday they got good Jared Goff, 37-47, 351 and a touchdown. Cam Akers, 21 carries, 72 yards. Robert Woods, 10 catches, 85. Cooper Cup, 8 catches, 73. Uh, Kyler Murray, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. 21-39 for 173. Three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, eight catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. They just kind of spiraling downhill a little bit down there in in, uh, Arizona. When your leading receiver is Dan Arnold. Yes. And you have DeAndre Hopkins on your squad, there is a fucking issue. For whatever reason, Kyler just can't throw it downfield right now. I think it's that shoulder. Yeah, and and that's no disrespect to Dan Arnold. I mean, fuck, you're an NFL dog. That's but, a lot of uh, disrespect to Dan Arnold, but go ahead. I'm just saying you're in the NFL. You're a, you're a pro ball player. But compared to DeAndre Hopkins, you are fucking spam. <laughs> and he is prime rib. Cold, that's all I'm saying. Cold, cold world. Um, bundle up. Yeah, Rams sitting 8-4, Cardinals sitting 8 sitting at six and six everyone says the nfc west is the best division in football top to bottom i i know i'll hear the argument but i'll i mean the Bengals really bring down the afc north but you have three really good teams coming out of the afc north right now (laughs) the fucking doormats of the nfl the Bengals, and that's literally the only knock on on you guys's division yeah, it's a tough division. It's, it's tough to be sitting nine and three right now, and you're two games out of first place. That's a that's a that's a pain in the ass, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? You know, we still and we still got to play uh, Baltimore once, and we got to play Pittsburgh once. That's so it. We'll see what we'll see what happens, but yeah, it's ourselves about the best possible position. So have the Rams, the Cardinals have not. Like I said, outside of a Hail Murray, they would be that would have been their fifth straight loss if they didn't hit that Hail Murray. So that's you know. It's it's a process in the NFL. It's tough. Uh, next up, we have Eagles at Packers. Uh, we both picked the Packers with confidence. Packers ended up winning this game, 30 to 16. It was never in doubt. It looked like a varsity team versus a JV team out here. And the big story coming out was Carson Wentz got benched, and in came Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, Wentz was six of 15 with 75, 79 yards when he got pulled. He's been mediocre at best this year. 
I get that they've had a lot of injuries, but that doesn't account for the decision-making, the constant turnover of the ball. You got Hurts coming in, uh, 5-12, touchdown, and a pick. And Jalen Hurts is starting next week. And now you got Carson Wentz with $128 million, $128 million left on his contract. Uh, damn near untradeable. Uncuttable because the cap number. So it's it's a it's a mess over there in Philadelphia right now. It's a, like you said, it's a cold fucking game, brother. And you're sitting there with Carson Wentz, who when Nick Foles came in, my backup comes in and wins the fucking Super Bowl. Brother, you ain't signing a new contract. You're taking a pay cut. And that Eagles front office fucked up giving that dude a bunch of money. And they fucked up in the draft, too. And they are setting, they are fucking going to reap it. They are going to suffer the consequences these next couple years. I think they made the decision to let Nick Foles go, and that's fine. But I think the thing that hurt them most was Frank Reich leaving. You know, the, um, the offensive coordinator a lot of times when teams have success like that on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, he has a huge hand in it. And when he leaves, a lot of times success goes with him. And now he's over in Indianapolis. Look at him now. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's facts. So Packers sitting 9-3. Aaron Rodgers is a, uh, I think, kind of an under-the-radar MVP candidate. He is just... Through his 400 touchdown pass, the quickest guy to ever get there. He was 25 of 34, 295, and three touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 15 carries, 130 yards, and a 77-yard touchdown that knocked me out of the fantasy playoffs. And probably the most unstoppable wide receiver in the NFL right now, Devontae Adams, uh, 10 catches, 121, and two touchdowns. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams won you Fandle. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, next up, we got the Broncos at Chiefs. Broncos had some ideas in this game. I kept texting you, like, what are the Broncos trying to do here? You said um, complicate things was your answer. That's right. KC ended up winning 22-16. to 16. I thought the Broncos played out of their minds for this to happen. Um Mahomes, 25 of 43, 18 and a touchdown. They missed an early touchdown on Tyreek Hill. But Travis Kelsey, far and away the best tight end in the NFL. You have eight catches, 136 and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, six catches, 58 yards. They spread the ball around real well. No Clyde Edwards Hilaire in this game. It was all, well, mostly left Bell, 11 carries, 40 yards. So we'll see. Now, this is, you know, NFL is a parody league and everybody wants to hand the Lombardi to the Chiefs right now. And this is, this game's a prime example as to why you can't do that yet. Well, that and Melvin Gordon goes for 15 and 131. I mean, like, and this is, and I'm just giving the Browns this. I mean, you can't, uh, you can't give up 131 to Melvin Gordon and think that Nick Chubb and fucking Cream Hunt ain't going to eat you up. Right. I mean, so uh, that's definitely an Achilles heel for the Chiefs is that run defense. Just the Chiefs count on their ability to score more points than the other team. And that's obviously the name of the game. But that's, like you said, when you can't stop the run, when you can, when you run the ball, you control the clock. And you can't score points if you're not on the field. And I think that was Denver's approach here, and <laughs> it almost worked. Well, and again, you have a better team 
uh, and better players, that might work. <laughs> right. Yeah. But Denver had a good game plan, and, and like I said, they almost pulled it out. But well, we'll see. Uh, next up, we have the Washington football team at the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. We both picked the Steelers. That did not happen. The last undefeated team falls. Uh, Dolphins crack champagne. Washington football team was 23-17. The Steelers fall to 11-1 and opening up a lot of possibilities in the playoff picture. Now, you know, you got Kansas City almost in the driver's seat. Steelers got to play the Bills, Colts, and Browns yet. Yeah. And there's You can't really handle the division of Pittsburgh yet now because of that. So Pittsburgh Falls, uh, we've talked about on this show before. We've thought oh, – I don't know if you – I'll let you speak for yourself. I thought they were flawed. I thought they were the worst 11-0 team I've ever seen. Now, 11-0 is 11-0. I get it. But if you look down their schedule, I mean, almost losing to Garrett Gilbert and the Cowboys, uh, beating the Browns without Nick Chubb, almost losing to the practice squad Ravens. Uh, the Bengals gave you fits. It's, you know, it's it's – it's they, they they have holes and they can get got. And I think that, you know, they've obviously had the benefit of some uh, favorable officiating on their part. And that's nothing common. That's nothing uncommon with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've been mm. seeing it my whole life. Mm-hmm. We, what, what? Nothing. I was just saying, um, you know, you, you posted pictures for several times of what a first down was. I'm confused of what a first down is. And like, do you have to get to the chain? Like, the ball has to be get to the chain, I'm guessing, right? That's that's the rule. It can't be six inches behind the chain. Well, that, and I had to I had to check the contrast on my phone because the referee's wearing Stiller's collars and not the normal white and black stripes. So the white, they got yellow there. I know. It's... Listen, Pittsburgh's a great team. Not taking anything away from them. They've had some injuries on defense. They've lost Bud Dupree. They've lost Devin Bush, both ACLs. You know, they can, you can throw on them, but they're, you know, they're counting on getting to the quarterback before you can do that. That's what they're trying to do. And they have elite pass rushers. TJ Watt leading the NFL in sacks on because Miles, Miles Garrett has missed two games. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. The Browns will well, up with them again. Pittsburgh has a tough test next week. We'll get to that. But, yeah, they have three tough games yet to play. Well, that, and they're without Bud Dupree. And yeah. he's a he's a sparker, man. He he can fucking ball. And being without him, they that defense uh, suffers. And there's a chance, a chance that week 17 against the Browns and Steelers could be for the division. I'll be watching. I wish I was there. And that game is going to be in Cleveland. So that one, I mean. How are you not getting tickets? It's a pandemic, dog. Yeah, but mask up, show up in a fucking hazmat suit, put a dog pound <laughs> fucking thing over. And go watch your squad when the fu- when's it gonna happen again? Next year. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a discussion. Yeah, I was gonna say it's going, the same I time, know it's like, being talked about. I know it's, it's being talked about in that household. 
you know me as a very <laughs> liberal person, very I consider myself very woke, uh, responsible family man with a young daughter and a beautiful, healthy wife. I don't know if I want to jeopardize that. No, you, know. you don't. But you're out. You're forty. Yes. And the Browns are potentially going to win the division. And for the first time since '89. And and listen, you can tell me what you want, but if I'm watching that TV and I can't get a hold of you, and I see some random dude in the fucking crowd with a big dog pound mask on, I'm gonna know you snuck up there. So <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll see. We'll see. That's man, that'd be a great one to have the stadium full though, right? My goodness. Uh, next up. We have the Bills at 49ers. Let me get it up here. Um, Bills end up winning 34-24. 49ers didn't quite have enough. Josh Allen had a good day throwing for four touchdowns, and the Bills are sitting at 9-3 right now. And they play Pittsburgh next week, and probably the game of the week, who's sitting at 11-1, and that's going to be a fucking banger. Yeah, and... You got to think it favors Buffalo, man, with uh, Stillers taking that hit, Bud Dupree being out. I mean, and Josh Allen's fucking balling right now. So, look, I mean, and the and the Niners amped it up. Like, if you watch this game, the defenses came out just smacking. I mean, they came out hitting, and Buffalo fucking matched them. And they were just like, if that's what it is, that's what it is. And they came out and balled out, too, and uh, picked up the W. 49ers, uh, litany of injuries. Obviously, that's well documented. But they are a very well-coached football team. And Kyle Shanahan can put together a game plan, and they are going to play, whoever they play every single week, very tough. And I have a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan. So I like Mike. 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 Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. This is for John. Well, that's because you're stuck in the 90s. And that's Mike true. didn't say that. Pat Boland did. I know, but, and but fuck Mike, John Elway Mike too, was there. Way. Mike was there. How dare you? John Elway. John Elway, ruined, John Elway ruined the formative years of my childhood. A Stanford legend. A buck-tooth prick that fucking ruined my childhood. <laughs> Look, John Elway was going to sponsor the show. And now he's a buck. I don't want that sponsorship. John, send that check over to me, dog. You were tremendous. Your hair was flowing when they spun you like a helicopter. <laughs> Next up, Tuesday night. First off, I love having two Monday night games. That's the coolest thing. All day Monday, I think about, man, I get two NFL games tonight. That's To me, that's a cool thing. I wouldn't be sad if they did that permanently i know it's kind of a scheduling nightmare and, da, 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 and covid and all that but for me it's it's really cool plus i get a little fan duel on that day with two games so there it is next up we have the cowboys at ravens i'm sorry yeah cowboys at ravens uh we both picked the ravens with confidence and we say with confidence that means that it's a fucking it's a lock it's a wrap. lock it in it's a wrap lock that shit in um, a little closer than I thought it was going to be in the first half. Baltimore ends up pulling away at the end. Um, what was it? It was 17-10 at halftime. Game ends up at 34-17. Um, 
Baltimore stumping their chest like they actually did something. They beat one of the worst teams in the NFL and didn't do it as dominantly as they probably should. Lamar was back. He was Lamar was 12 of 17 for 107 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Flirted with other interceptions. Also had 13 carries for 94 yards and a long touchdown. Yeah, the, this uh, inevitably, uh, whether you like it or not, this ended the Cowboys' season. They're they're no longer a playoff possibility. Um, technically, they are a playoff possibility. They're not. They're two games um, out. You had mentioned Des Bryant was hugging them prior to the game. Well, so yeah, Des Bryant was pulled off the field. Because his COVID test came back positive. Problem was, he was on the field hugging all the Cowboys players before that happened. And that's a, you know, listen. So the Cowboys should have to forfeit their next. They should just forfeit the season. Because I don't like them. And, you know, I'm looking out for the safety of the other teams. Uh, Andy Dalton looked formidable. Uh, 31 of 48, 285, two touchdowns and a pick. He he, Andy Dalton. He I mean, he's fucking a, sucked. He didn't suck. He sucked. Garbage time. Fucking. He's stats. a he's a backup quarterback in the NFL. He came out and gave you a, a chance to win. Is he don't they play? Never had a he don't play. He don't play defense. Yeah, but they never had a chance to win. They like don't Lamar play, they did. Have, they did have a chance to win, but unfortunately, they don't show any effort on defense. It's, and I didn't say they're bad tackling. I didn't say they're poor coverage. I'm saying it's poor effort. Piss Unfortunately, poor the Cowboys effort. are on the TV. The Cowboys are on the TV all the time because they have the huge fan base, America's team. Blah 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 blah. I fucking get it. Yeah, listen, and their fan base, ninety-four percent of them, are fucking just gomers. I mean, <laughs> I don't know where you get your percentages at, by the way. I well, I mean, I got people in the back doing fucking work for us. But just dumbasses. Like, we're going to, this is our year. No, it's not. Sit back, watch the season. Every time the fucking front part of the year, they're on fire. They're they're busting ass. They're doing this, that, and the other. And then it's like fucking a nice warm turnover. They just fucking suck. And I love watching them get dog walked. And they did. And I don't even like Baltimore, but Baltimore beat that ass. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what gives me sometimes. Um, Dallas is a mess. They're, they're a mess. They're going to have a, at this pace, they're going to have a very high draft pick. Now. To, <clears throat> go ahead. Go. Say what you're going to say. I was just going to say, this shows you that Jerry Jones has something wrong with him because he actually thought Mike McCarthy won that Super Bowl in Green Bay and signed him to a fucking big deal. I think Mike McCarthy lied to the entire NFL saying he watched film the entire season last year. <laughs> I don't think he did. Mike Nolan is an absolute mess as defensive coordinator. Um, they don't have any direction on the offensive side of the ball. Dak Prescott probably the only player in history to make more money because he got hurt. Yeah. And he would have used health. Can you imagine if he was the quarterback during this? His value would oh, be declining. He, oh, he'd have 6,000 yards because they'd be getting their fucking asses well, stomped. 
and he'd be doing what he was doing earlier in the year. I like Dak Prescott. I like I him Dak too. Prescott's a hell of an NFL quarterback. He is a fucking Samaritan. But he's, he's a he's a oh Jesus. He plays for Dallas. The only listen, the only good Dallas Cowboy quarterback was Romo. But that's because he dated Carrie Underwood and Jessica Simpson. Well, with nothing he nothing he did on the football field was noteworthy, other than fumbling that fucking uh, the kick to send them to the playoffs, and then missing Miles Austin and sending the Giants to the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. And that's why he's the best Dallas quarterback there's been. If I'm Dak Prescott. I don't know if I want to waste my prime years for a rebuilding organization. And they're going to be rebuilding for a couple of years. I know yeah. the fans are going to say, oh, we have weapons, we have this, we have that. You have nothing on the defensive side of the ball. You've paid a running back $90 million that's already declining. Amari Cooper goes ghost on you sometimes. The offensive line is a fucking atrocious, atrocious mess. That, that Jerry Jones did nothing to address it. And if I'm Dak, Dak Prescott, I mean, obviously the franchise tag is an option. It would be high price, but it's an option. But if he has an option, San Francisco 49ers look real sexy right now. Yeah, and I think they to play for great head coach, great GM. I'm just throwing it out there. But Dak's a loyal guy. He'll probably stay in Dallas. He'll probably get his money, and they'll figure it out. I wouldn't fault him for that at all. But from the outside looking in, obviously, and if you're Dallas, you got the third pick. Justin Fields sitting right there. Mm. What do you do? Is he going to be there, though? At three? At Yeah, because they're talking now. Uh, Lawrence and Fields might be one, two. Well, depending on what the rest of the season shakes out, the Bengals obviously aren't going to be in the market for a quarterback. It's, yeah, see, I don't think so either. But, but Jacksonville I, will be. But Jacksonville yeah. will be. And there could be a trade. Anything could fuck that up at three. You know? But but yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, San Francisco's a fucking nice little spot. They'd get rid of Jimmy G. You got Greg Kittle. I mean, you got some fucking you got some players out there. So on the week, you went ten and four. I as well went ten and four, and that brings our overall records still tied at one hundred eight to sixty two for each of us. I wish I wish there was another podcast that was doing what we've been doing. So we could compare our records and be like, you can't even fuck with us, dog. But go ahead. Now for the doing the favor FanDuel contest. Uh, I won this week. Again, it's my fourth dub. Shocking. Uh, I scored 148.74 points. Uh, like you said earlier, I rode Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Uh, Corey Davis also had a big day. 11 catches, 182 and a touchdown. Everybody else was consistent. Didn't get a lot of my running backs. I had Hunt and Devontae Booker. Devontae Booker was a big swing and miss for me. But, yeah. And then Showtime, 11-24. Finished second. Won 19-50 and pulled ahead of you at the last second. And you ended up in the money this time, finishing third at $14. I did. Uh, I got absolutely nothing. I got robbed of a long run by uh, Scott, by Boston Scott, which um, – would have like put me over old showtime there. Uh, Shark didn't do much, and you, you had know, Darren I, Waller though. The, well, that was a baller pick, you know, 13 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Ruggs had that fumble. And I mean, everybody else was pretty much on. But yeah, I just couldn't get uh, couldn't get by. Old Showtime had Devontae and Aaron Rodgers and and the Packers D, who had seven fucking sacks. I mean, come on. I mean, pitiful. He picked the whole fucking Packers team, and ugh. Well, anyway, I'm leading overall, 683.32. Math is golden, 664.82. And Drew Ventil is third at 644.96. And you're pulling up just right behind him at yeah. fourth at 640.76. Yeah. We're going to take over at third and probably second <clears throat> this week. Well, I plan on holding on to. Also, there's a little curse right now with the promo that if you – that it, once you cut the promo the following week, you, you end up not in the money. Well, I hope I'm I hope to break that break curse. The curse. I hope you do. You ready to do your week 14 picks? I'm ready, brother. All right. Thursday night football this week. We got the Patriots going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Who you got? Um, I'm going to take the Rams, but we didn't talk about the Patriots game, and it was 45 to nothing. And Ooh. that defense is on a fucking tear, okay? Just in case anybody's wondering, uh, the Patriots' D look, looked real good. We not pick that game last week? I don't know. We I, I know. Them. Yeah, I know. I picked the Patriots though, so well, you can put me down for eleven to eleven and four. <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking the you're taking the, who are you taking? I'm taking the Rams. I'm gonna. I think uh, Aaron Donald shows up big this week. I am going to – I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to ride the hot hand. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Next up, you got the Vikings traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take the Buccaneers. I think the defense is going to be too much <laughs> for Minnesota to handle. Yeah, Minnesota's gotten gotten quite lucky here the last couple of weeks, and – Tampa Tom takes him down. Next up, we got the Cardinals traveling to the New Meadowlands to play the G-Men. And they get dog-walked in the fucking stadium. The Giants roll by 10. Putting by 10 in parentheses here. I'm taking the Giants as well. I think Kyler's banged up. Uh, Chiefs at Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, this ha- this has potential upset, like yes. trap yes. game I, I agree. all over. I agree. Uh, but I still, man, you can't fucking pick against the Chiefs. Chiefs. No, it's very tough to do. I picked the Chiefs as well. Uh, next up, you got the Titans traveling to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. I'm going to take the Titans with confidence. Yeah, Titans uh, with confidence. They're coming off of... Uh, Lost there to Cleveland. I think they rebound. Next game is very interesting. Okay. Cowboys travel to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Who you got? Fucking, I'll take the fucking Bengals. I ain't taking the fucking Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys on the Andy Dalton revenge game. You think so? I think he throws three picks. (laughs) Fucking 
bomb. <laughs> My only question is who on their Cincinnati defense is going to pick it off? I look, they'll probably tip it. <laughs> they'll probably tip it off each other. <laughs> uh, next up, we got the Houston Texans traveling to Chicago to play the Bears. <laughs> I won't take the Texans. Oh, you're just shit on the Bears, and now you're taking the Texans. Or are you taking the Texans here? Um, you know what? I'm going to take the Texans, too. Deshaun Watson rebounds off that fumble. I think that I, that's my thinking, too. I think he has potential to play lights out in this game. The strength of the Bears is their defense, and I think that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to do a lot of things. Uh, next up, we got the Broncos at Panthers. Christian McCaffrey tweaked his quad. He's questionable. He was he sat out practice today. He was supposed to come back this week. It was not his, he was out with a shoulder and now he's got a quad. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take the Panthers. I think Teddy Two Gloves finds a way. You know, I was gonna take the Panthers too, but I'll take the Broncos. I will uh I'll take the Broncos coming off of a nice game planned uh victory. Well, that'll make fucking horsemouth John Elway happy. Well, of course he's writing that check until you fucking started talking about his facial features. <laughs> Next up, we got the Jets at Seahawks. I take the Seahawks with confidence. <laughs> you fucking think? See the Seahawks and the the spreads thirteen and a half. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say eleven. But they might not cover. That's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna take the Seahawks by eleven. Okay. Next up, we got the – this is an interesting one. Colts at Raiders. Mm. I like the Colts. Well, I'm going to take the Raiders. I think Derek Carr is going to get hot heading into the playoffs. I think Phillip Rivers is going to see his old uh, AFC West rival. His eyes are going to light up. It could happen. Next up, we got the Washington football team. At San Francisco to play the 49ers. This could be the Alex Smith revenge game. I am going to go ahead and take Washington. Man, I like I love Washington's defensive line. Mm. Um, I think they're fucking all amazing. Um, I'm gonna take San Francisco though. Uh, just being at home and hopefully their defense can fucking turn Alex Smith over. Did you see what Mike Tomlin said to Chase Young? What did he say? He said that he would love to have a guy like him on the Steelers, but unfortunately they'll probably never lose enough games to get a guy like him. <laughs> he said, you know, you got to lose 14, 15 games to get you on the team. I don't think we'll ever do that. I thought that was a great line. That's a that's a compliment, though. As much as I hate the Steelers, I enjoy Mike Tomlin. I do. I'm sorry. Sorry, Browns fans. I think he's... Just kind of blunt, straight to the point. You know what I mean? I think that one of the reasons why he's lasted so long in the NFL. Uh, Saints at Eagles. Taking the Saints with confidence against the Jalen Hurts and Eagles. Saints. Next up, we got the Falcons at Chargers. Ooh. I'm going to let you go first. Listen. I'm taking the Falcons by by six because of the leg of Young Hoku. I don't star. understand all the kicker talk coming out of you this week, but I'm the, go ahead and but he is a budding star. 
His jersey, okay. he might be in the top 10 jersey sellers. I'm just saying. Probably not. Probably I'm not. Just, okay. no, I'm just saying. Uh, the Chargers got piss pounded last week. Like you said earlier, 42 nothing. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons again. I think uh, he jumps on. He jumped what? on the young Hoku uh, bandwagon. I knew you'd come around. Okay. Next up, we got the Packers at Lions. I'm taking the Packers with confidence. Yeah, this is going to add to probably going to be a blowout. Sunday night football. Here's a good one. Great Sunday night football game this week. We got the Steelers traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills Mafia. We're not playing the Bills Mafia, not playing the fans. We're playing the Bills and Bills Mafia. Like, what do you say the Bills do? No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Nobody Bills? Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Who's, picking, who's winning this game? You know what? Um, the Steelers are 11-1, and man, and I hate to pick against Big Ben, but I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills at home. I'm taking the Bills, too. I think the Steelers have been exposed a little bit. I do. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Bills. That would put Pittsburgh at 11 and 2. Next up, Monday night football in Cleveland. Mm. Mm. Division rivalry. The old Browns. Fuck you, Art Modell, in the grave. Mm. I know. I know. The hate's real. My God. The Baltimore Ravens, put together by ex Cleveland Brown Ozzie Newsome. Travel to Cleveland to play the young upstart nine and three Cleveland Browns. Who you picking? Oh, I'm gonna take. I think this is the revenge tour game, the actual revenge tour game. I think the Browns are gonna be fucking amped up to play this game at home. They got fucking dog walked the first meeting. And I think this is the revenge game. And I think they return the favor. I don't think they just win. I think they hold Lamar under 150 passing. And I think they hold him under 100 rushing. That's a bold fucking statement right there coming off of what he did to him last time. Browns by 10. Lamar under 150 passing. And under 100 rushing. Under 100 rushing. And the Browns win by how many? By 10. I'm taking the Browns as well. Here's what's going to happen. If the Browns do win, it's going to be because they got an early lead. They got an early lead and were able to run the ball and force Baltimore into passing situations where they struggle. Whoever gets the lead early, if, if one team jumps out in this game, that's who's going to win. Because both teams have kind of the same issue. They're great front runners because of the running game. And they're terrible at coming back because of um, quarterback play. I'll be I'll be frank about it. You know, Baker's better off play action when the running game's still a threat. You put him and drop back every time and throw, throw Browns back in the game, not really his strong suit at this point in his career. Lamar has not improved his throwing from last year to this year at all. In fact, he's regressed. You can look at his throwing motion and and tell that very easily. If the guy played baseball growing up, 
he'd be in the Patrick Mahomes conversation. He has the inability to put touch on the ball. He's got a rocket arm, has no clue how to use it. Well, I agree. I agree with that. Hell, the throw he, uh, who was it? Who did he make the throw to? Brown, uh, was it Brown's touchdown where he was wide open on that fucking slant and, and almost overthrew him? And he was mm-hmm. wide open. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Big games in the NFL next week. Very excited to talk about them next week when the time comes. Schedule is tentative. We try to record every Tuesday night when we do the wrestling show, but with a game being on Tuesday night this week, we want to go ahead and push it back a day. That way we can talk about all the games. Barry, is there anything else you want to discuss? Um, no, I'm good on the discussion front. <laughs> uh, I'm good on the discussion front as well. I think we've discussed many things <laughs> up to this point. I think I'm discussioned out. Why don't you go ahead and take us home? Absolutely. I want to give a, a shout out first to young Hoku. You are a star. And don't listen to what Eric says. Don't you, want uh, to, you had a conversation on, the, on a FaceTime earlier. Don't you want to talk about that? I did, but I'm getting to that. I got to get to these. Uh, our apologies to the Art Modell family and John Elway. Uh, Eric has a lot of pent up fucking anger and aggression towards you folk. Um, my Venmo is actually Barry Frost one. I'll put yins over. Just pay me. And then I did get a FaceTime from the beautiful, the assistant marketing director, Lilybug, who literally answered and she laughed at me <laughs> the whole time. She was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But yeah, well, it's that's, funny because uh, we, when we, you know, she ran away and we hung up. Yep. She came back in the room, reaching for the phone, thinking you were still there. <laughs> yeah, mom mom came home and uh I didn't I didn't matter anymore. Yeah, didn't matter anymore. So yeah, but uh I always Me have, too, buddy. Uh, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I always have fun uh getting to getting to chat and to getting to see Lily Bug and you know, talking sports, man. This is uh something fun. This is what we we actually are, I guess is what I'd say. We're wrestling guys and all that. But we're actually sports nuts as well. Yeah, this is a bit of a passion project for us. And actually, it's uh, gone over very well with a lot of people. I'm very, very happy about that. Thank you guys all that have supported us. We really appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740. But, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing a Favor. We have a giveaway right now on our web pa- on our Twitter page. Giving away a Drew McIntyre Survivor Series Elite and 53 packs of cards. That is sponsored by GBM, and GBM will be on the Figs and Merch show next week, unfortunately. I'm hanging up on him. You do, you do, you do. But, yeah, so nice, generous thing for GBM. 53 packs of cards, so check that out. And thank you guys all so much to support us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And, again, my Venmo is Barry Frost 1. I'll make it doing the favorite one, send donations, um, and I'll put you over. I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, thank you guys for listening so much. As Again, this is amazing. We enjoy doing this. And have a good night. And God bless. Peace. It goes one, two. 
three into the four. Erica Berry, you're up with DTF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Berry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.